Artillery! Salute! Salute the howitzers! The howitzers! <laughs> Don't touch that howling shit. No, 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 no. We the Red Wolves. We take a man. We brought in the artillery! Let's talk about it next. Boom, boom. Let's go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world. It is January 9th. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Command This. Just coming off the Ref the District live stream. Thank you to Nathan and Ref the District for having me on there. Um, trying to do my best stoner or Trev impression, but you know, I can't live up, can't live up to the to the legends, but you know, certainly try. So thank you for joining. Uh, for those who came over from their channel, we much appreciate all y'all. Hey. For us, this is episode 178. We're calling this one Load Up the Howlitzer. The Howlitzer. <laughs> <laughs> I like the how. Let's get this. See who's, uh, thank you for joining us, whoever came over. We got Yam in the building. Gus Bus. I told you I read your comments, man. He said, well, well, well. And once again, thank you, Nathan, Trevin Stoner, for joining us. Ref the District. Make sure you guys are subbed up to their channel. If you aren't, if you already aren't, please do. Uh, always good friends of the show. Our buddy Chris McDaniel, thank you for joining in. We appreciate you. Yeah, Gus, all that music. That's Mr. Sorry. That's Mr. Dev right there, man. He does all of our music, produces it in and out, up, down, left, and right. We got a lot more we haven't uh, produced yet. So, and if you're watching this on Facebook, we have a very large Facebook present. Please jump over to YouTube and uh, join us if you can. Uh, if you want to get those comments read, make sure you jump into the YouTube channel uh, to get those comments on the screen here. So we appreciate you. Our Eagles fan, Mean Green, Terrence, thank you for joining. 26 to 6. Yeah, you guys did your job. You defeated the Giants, and then we did our job to keep them off your backs. So you guys got the number one seed. Congratulations. Still hope you guys don't make it, but it's okay. Represent the NFC East as best as you can. Uh, then come sit on the couch with us when, when, when you're done uh, playing. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, yes, Hal should come out to this music in the next season's opener intros. There you go, Dev. You know, the team's been reaching out and doing all this cool stuff with the community. How about bringing Dev and, Dev and his music? You know, a little bit of left hand up. Now we got yeah. all other fight songs popping up left and right. Let's get Dev on the map here. He's he's the he's the realist, you know. Let's go. So, fellas, here we are. Moxie Monday, 26 to 6 victory. We finished the season 8-8 eight, eight, and 1 over Dallas, who's now 12 and 5. Just off the cuff, you know, just getting started. How do you feel? Dev, let's start with you. I have a camera issues, but I feel good, I guess. Um Your camera's not feeling too good. Right. I don't know. But um, yeah, I I feel pretty good about like the young guys. I I still can't understand why we ran Bonfine, Williams, and Patterson forty something times in a meaningless game. Like, why wouldn't you pass forty sometimes? Like, I, I get that you wanted to win and all. You wanted to, you know, you wanted to win. You didn't want another seven win season. You know, you wanted to, and it's and it's the Cowboys. I get that you wanted to win. All draft picks aside, I'm like, why wouldn't you at least try to win throwing the ball? Show this, put more stuff on tape for this guy, man. Like, I don't know, 19 times 
on in a meaningless game to pass. I felt like they should have went for it every time. It was under like two yards. Like, did you see the Kansas City Chiefs Madden formation? They did a ring around the posy. Yeah, yeah. Out. Do some shit what like that. that? <laughs> That's it. We should have been doing that. Is that what you're saying? Before. And they would have got away with it too if somebody didn't fucking. Now, I mean, before we get into the game breakdown, I mean, Dev, it, you got a you got a rookie quarterback, fifth round pick, never started a game, reportedly was air quotes raw. Well. You don't want to put too much pressure on him, especially with the way our O line has been playing. We'll get into it in a second, but I feel like 19, 19 attempts is is not bad. Like you don't put the pressure on his shoulders, and with his you nineteen attempts, definitely just put the pressure on the shoulders. What what would have happened if you didn't? We'd have lost and got the tenth pick in the draft. I mean, what's the worst? That Actually, if we had lost, we would have only been the fourteenth pick. So we only you lost know, two. You know spots. I'm saying? What what did you have to lose by 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 him throwing ten more times? I think that the idea was we're going to treat this game like we would treat any normal game. If and you can't say you're going to treat it like you would in the other game when you don't run 40-something times in the other game. We like ran 40-something times you plenty run, of games. You didn't Dev. run 40-something times when you needed to. There you, you know, go, Dev. Gus Bus says that that could have been Major Tutty's theme song, The Menacing Pig. There you go right there. Yeah, Major um, Tutty. Yam says the lack of throws was bad. It's a 100% mixed bag win, but I will still take it. I mean, it's a confidence booster. By, by the way, speaking of Tutty, I, I have a few questions. Like, I don't know. It's just dumb. It's, I don't. I don't even understand how it. How we have a mascot called Major Tutty? Why not Commander Tutty? That's one of the ma- major questions I have in life. Not only that, but how did Spider Man become Spider Man when there's no Oscorp in the new Spider Verse? <laughs> See, now you're just reading too far in, into it. I'm man. just saying like, there's a lot of stuff. No, you um, make a good major, point. Because Major is an officer. Yeah, but we're not the Washington Majors. And we're about to score some tutties next year with our new QB one Sam Howell. And and in the military, there's only one commander of a unit. That's I mean, that's why it's hard to sit for me to say commanders. Should be just one commander, but I, I digress. I digress. Um Gus says the Scott is the guy who punts on fourth and one Madden. That's right. Or he pitches at minus three yards with Jonathan Williams after B Rouse moving mountains. Uh, but that's what he does. That's what he does. Shout out to Mom Dukes. Mom, thank you for joining from Facebook. Said, nice win yesterday, my mom, Linda. Thank you for, for tuning in. Gus agrees with you, Dev. You got to stress that you got to stress test how a little more. Yeah, I didn't get it. Like, you should he should have had 30. He should have had at least 30 throws. I mean, there was some parts in the second half where they were just running three. There was every first and second down they were running it. I felt like at least for the first two or three quarters, they were running every first and second down. And you could tell, like, Cowboys knew it. They knew they were just running it. The Dallas has an extremely stout defense, right? We Why ran all over them. We did, but going into that I game. all over I mean, going into that game, you know, why Why would you – I think it was top 10 in rushing yards. I want to say in – excuse me, in passing yards, uh, top 10 or 11 in, in, in rushing. So you're, you don't want to put your, your guy at risk, right? Play a conservative – I think they played really conservative, and we still beat that ass. So, like, why? I'm, I'm happy. It was. It was and we great. left tons of. What, points did, what did we really learn, though? I think we learned that the moment wasn't too big for Sam Howell. We learned. He only threw. That, he only threw by the times. way, God, yeah, but he, I'll tell you what we learned. Sam Howell on that bomb to McLaurin, which, by the way, isn't it nice to see a bomb to McLaurin like that 
in which he has to keep running to catch the ball instead of stopping. That was a 60-yard in-the-air pass per next-gen stats. It is the longest in-the-air pass our quarterbacks have thrown since 2016. And I think there were some arguments that we talked about this on Ref the District that the Robert Griffin throw to Aldrich Robinson, I want to say on Thanksgiving, might have been longer, but I don't think next year's stats went back and tracked that far. What about the Taylor to Sims? What about the Taylor to Sims? Air yards, so not not yards in the air. Correct. You're talking the that end zone, right? Yeah, but you're just you're still just looking at the distance from. I think that was a what was it? A 57, 57 yards from the line of scrimmage, but it, maybe it was a you know wow, straighter trajectory. Who knows? I don't know. It was fun to see. Terrence said he didn't watch the game. Maybe just happy loss because Dallas sucks. Amen, brother. Yes. That is true. That oh, yeah, Eagles fan, right? He's an Eagles fan. That's ah, right. Jalen Hurts has a sore right shoulder. We'll see how that pans out in the playoffs, young sir. Thank you very much. Playoffs? We talking about playoffs? We were talking about it just a couple weeks ago. And shout out to Yam for being on time. Yam's always busy. He's working, school. So we appreciate you jumping in on time. Yeah. Much, much, thanks, much Yim. appreciated. I never even hear on time, but thanks That's for right. how you are. Fashion relate to our own show. Uh, Chris says, just like the other wins, it was a defensive-dominated win, but Howe was fresh out the fridge, got 19 even with the missed field goal and extra points. Yeah, Joey Sly had a rough, rough game. But you know what? It happens. Rough games are rough games are a part of this game, this, this, this game of, of football, and for the most part, he's been pretty good. Uh, big shout-out to Marcus Edlin. Go check out his Facebook group, Sports View 2 on Facebook. Thank you, Marcus, for joining us. Big support of the show. Says, what's up, family? He also says Sam Howell isn't a finished product, but I see the makeup of a franchise quarterback. The potential is there. Potential. This is why um, a lot of people said, oh, why didn't we start him back when Wentz got hurt? We don't know where he was in his progression from then to now. I mean, that was a couple months. Did it matter? Like, like, I mean, you know, looking back well, at it now. Would he have gone five, three, and one in his next knows. nine? Maybe. Maybe not. We don't know. I mean, I think a good coach probably would have put him in there in a, uh, by the bye week. Yeah. Like, 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 like Tomlin weird. did. Tomlin still ended up with the same record. I mean, <laughs> a better record, actually. You know, you went yeah. to Pickett early. I understand Pickett is a first or second rounder or something, but I mean <laughs> – with with Scott Turner having this overly complicated offense, you know I can see where they didn't want to put the kid in there before he had a, a good command of it. The thing is, though, is that it's funny because Chris Cooley pointed this out. He says, "Who was it that told Logan Paulson that Howell wasn't ready? Was he got, it he got coach? some poo poo? He got some poo poo info, or was it another quarterback? Who That's knows? what he said. Was it another quarterback?" He didn't look like a quarterback who wasn't ready. I'll say well, he's that. He's had all year to prepare for his his moment. Darryl Green, third, in, in the 19, 19 and half of them were third and long. Yes, but the, the offense was different. And as much as I hate Scott, still not a fan of Scott, still don't need him back. The offense was different. Okay. There was a lot of, you got to see the offensive line move laterally and they moved it well because there was a threat of Sam Howell running. It wasn't RPO. There was a lot of read option we saw. And Sam made a lot of, he made 
very good decisions when to keep the ball because his keepers were usually resulting in a first down. Like that was great to see, right? You got to admit that. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm a Hal fan. I hope, I hope that I, this is a, I know it may be too early to talk about this, but here's the, I hope that they decide to run to either go get a, a legit, great Lamar Jackson type guy, but, or go with Hal and cut Taylor because he's not, well, cut, he's I, not under contract. Well, yeah, I know, but that doesn't but mean he wasn't under Taylor. contract last year, was he? Until the end of the year. But yeah. either way, I, I just feel like as soon as he throws a bad pass, you're going to have that big section in the background yelling for Taylor. I, I just, I, I'm a fan of Taylor also, and I appreciate everything he's brought to the team, but I think it's time for him to move on, man. I think yeah. it's time to, to, to let that, that ship sail and just go with the young guy or draft the next young guy and let that guy immediately come in and just take off at quarterback. Like how, how should be the quarterback week one, like the all off season should be going into it saying how is number one or a rookie is number one or Lamar Jackson, hopefully. Is, uh, is number one. That should be your only options, man. It should be uh, a superstar quarterback, how, or a rookie. Yeah. That, that should be your end. It shouldn't be anybody else even getting any first team snaps in the offseason. Well, Dev, you, I think no matter what, we are locked in for another. If they bring in another, I'll say a competitive veteran, we are in the same place we've been in since 2012. Because think about it, I'm probably guilty. We're going to be screaming for Sam Howell the first. Let's just say they bring in Derek Carr. The first sign of stress, yeah, we're going to be screaming want, for Sam Howell. So I don't want any that's why I, unless it's Lamar Jackson, it's Sam Howell and Chase Daniel. I don't want Sam anybody Howell that had and, to compete for a job and, last year. And Blaine man. Gabbert. Sam Howell and someone not named Taylor Heineke. That's, I don't want anybody that hasn't, that had to compete for a job last year on this team at all. I don't want anybody that lost their job on this team next year. Yeah. Period. Agreed. Agreed. Gus says, uh, Gus Buzz says, I was surprised that Turner finally called the RPO with Hal in the fourth quarter. Hal kept hailing the ball, faking off his own run throughout the game. Turner finally pulled the trigger. Yeah. It, you just got to sprinkle it in. It's like a left jab. Set him up, I, set him up, set him up. Boom. You watch some of those I last games. I felt, like Taylor, I felt like Taylor was actually, I think Taylor was called for a couple RPOs. He just didn't keep them. I, I, it felt like if you watch some of the games, it felt like maybe RPO was called and Taylor never kept the ball. Yeah. I got that last idea. game. He ran into the know, last game. Do you know who's an undrafted? Do you know who's an unrestricted free agent this coming off season? Lamar Jackson. You mean for the, on our team or other we, teams? If, let's say we let's say we go with How. We don't go to Lamar Jackson route. Yeah, we're not going to go Lamar. That's a pipe dream. Do you know who's an undrafted? Oh, sorry, an unrestricted free agent. Uh, that, that if if somehow Scott set. Turner's back knows this offense. Don't Kyle, you say Allen. Kyle. Kyle Allen. I'd be yeah. okay with Sam Howell and Kyle Allen because no one's going to be screaming for Kyle Allen. Yeah, they will. No, they won't. They will. Two years ago, that was me, but not yeah. even. <laughs> that was me, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, um, again, this year, as soon as he throws three interceptions, we're 0 3. Nah, bro. No, <laughs> no. But here's, so, so there are actually a lot of guys who you could sign and tell them right from the jump you're the backup, you're the mentor. You're not going to go into the season starting. Who are they? Well, let's see. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. No, nah, man. Jacoby Brissett might. Jacoby Brissett might get in because uh, how gets hurt for a game or two and win that job, and it'll be at least be an argument because there's people here that wanted that guy. Name. I wanted him before we had a potential. Never. Uh, I never rookie, wanted, I rookie never that had potential. Brissett. 
I never wanted Jacoby Brissett. Not, well, he's well, not I good did. enough, he, dog. He, he, he wanted he something. He, he played pretty damn well for the Browns. He doesn't turn heads. They're still not in the playoffs. They didn't turn, he doesn't turn heads, man. Like, he doesn't make you Which is why better. he would make a good backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't need any guy. Get me, Joe let, Flacco. I'd rather go the Kirk Cousin RG3 route, just draft two guys the same year again. No. <laughs> yeah. This fan base has not recovered from that. And that was a decade ago. Man, go get Colt McCoy. That's the only backup I'll take. He's hurt again. Chase Daniel is an unrestricted free I agent. told you. Give me Chase no, Daniel man. all day. No, That dude will never I mean, threaten about anyone's 25 job. five years old, but hey. He is. Uh, Chris McDaniel says, I think we learned that Howell has more talent than the little hero. We can definitely let him go along with Wentz and have two new fresh faces to compete or back him up. I'm yeah, it's time to go all in. It's now. year four of Ron's it. tenure. I go got it. In. Ron's going to do already. Let's connect to the past. RG3. Brett Rippon. <laughs> unrestricted free agent. Hey. RG, nah, somebody asked for him. RG3. I mean, uh, not RG3, but no. man, we 100%. I'm going to let y'all know now. It's going to be – it's going to be uh, – it's going to be Heineke. I'm letting y'all know because he's going to play cheap and he's going to be able to bridge to how it's not going to be Heineke what? will be a fringe starter next year on another team. He's going Heineke. to go get 12, $13 million and go be a bridge quarterback for a rookie next year. Look at someone who's choosing top five. Heineke's like Jets, spot track number, Texans. Heineke's track number went up a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, nineteen point seven million. No, it's nineteen point eight now. Heineke would be a good backup quarterback for us. What, is it's he, just that what has Taylor done is. to earn nineteen point eight million? I mean, he showed that he's comp. Not, he's, a he's a competent starter. I'll leave Ain't it at that. Backup quarterback better than Heineke right now. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, backup he's on a short list. Better than Heineke. He's on a short list, man. Right now, can't think yeah, of one. Yeah, right today he's on a short list. I mean, you could. No, yeah, I mean, maybe. body of work, maybe but, you could argue Brock Purdy. But it's like, but it's Jimmy like Garoppolo argument. started this season as a backup. Yeah, but Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo's a starter. Gus Bus poses, Gus Bus poses a great question. No. Do you Sam guys Darnold. think how would have beat Cleveland? I don't. Who knows? He wouldn't have beat him throwing nineteen times. Maybe we would. Well, we only threw the ball what 20, 27, 28 times. So yeah, yeah. Gus said we should go after Mariota. Another by the way, by the way, two of those the Mariota, no, no. After that stunt, Mariota was just like going AWOL. I don't want anything to do with them. Right. Who? Don't give me somebody who has that kind of mentality. Who quits when they become the non-starter. Yeah. I mean, you know what? As much as I have shit on Taylor Heineke in this podcast, he's stuck it out. Yeah. All right. No, I, I respect Taylor Heineke, man. I, I understand why Ron would bring Taylor Heineke back to be a backup or bridge to how I get it. The reason you don't do it is because you got to move past the guy. The fan base yep. has to move past Taylor. Not any disrespect to Taylor's game because Taylor has you, more you, than you can't bridge at this contract. point. Right. You've yeah. already, you've already opened the box. Yeah. And Sam Howell popped out. It's almost, it, it, it would almost be more of a benefit right for now. Vince to be the backup than, than, than Taylor. Because no one wants Wentz to start anymore. Like that's by the way, scale. by the way, did you hear what Carson Wentz did? He gave Sam Howell his suite for his twenty family members for that game. Yes, yeah, that's I'll, amazing. When they said Wentz was a bad teammate, they lied to everybody, dog. They just drug him for no reason. Of they course, he's having Heineke over for Thanksgiving dinner. He's giving his suite up to Sam Howell because Howell's about to have his and here's first a, NFL here's the thing start. nobody's talking about. Wentz is out of contract. If he wanted to, he could go around and look for another job as a starter. He's not going to get and say, hey, I have to be a backup. 
why not be one in Washington and do a whole new contract for a backup quarterback job? If you're going to be a backup, why not be a backup somewhere that people actually at least like you? That's true. You know they'd saying? have to cut him and then re-sign him. Right. Well, they'll have to cut him. Yeah, they'd have to cut him, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, why not? It, like, re-cut re him and then say, hey, go out there and find you a better deal. If you can't, we got three or four million dollars to play backup for a year. Yeah. Next year, they're going to retool the whole team anyway. So whoever coming in to own is going to get rid of Ron. Now, his contract's over too. No, no. I'll tell you I think why. They get rid of him. The timing won't work. I'll say next year. Not not like next year, but after next year. Going into 2024. we do yeah. this coming season. I'm talking yeah. about going into 24. Okay. Not but if in, hold on. Let's not talk about 24 until we talk about 23. If we go into 23 and Howell plays well, and we instead of looking for a quarterback – to be the starter and give them big money, we take this cap money and we do something like, oh, I don't know, franchise Deron Payne. Let's go into the draft and we get ourselves an O lineman and a linebacker, and we we spruce up this uh, these holes that we have, and we go into the playoffs and we make it to a divisional round or a conference championship even, and we win 10, 11 games. Now I'm, I'm throwing out a lot of hypotheticals right now, but we do all this. What owner is going to get rid of the coach? Yeah, not too much. I would. I would. 100 times out of 100, for sure. 100% out of 100. If I bought, what does if I bought a house, have to do if next I, year? If I bought a house, job. if I bought a house and the old owner says, I got a brand new refrigerator, washing dryer there, I'd be like, guess what? I'm painting the walls a different color. That shit ain't working for me. I'm still going to get rid of it. I ain't paid for it. Who gives that, a shit? Okay. I'm not any lost. Like, that's how I would look at it. If so what if you walk inside? Hold on. What if you walk inside? You see that refrigerator. You see that washer and dryer. And you're like, damn, these are really nice. I think I'm going to change what color I'm going to repaint things because I like this. That'll never happen. Yeah. Deuce, our boy Red's in the lab. If you haven't subbed up to his channel, please go make sure you like and sub up. Our boy Deuce says there were no Taylor Heineke chants week one through six. The chant started because fans believed he gave us the best chance over Wentz. Bench Taylor after he played his best half ever, and then Shit. turned the ball over two times in a row. Shit, I still heard people on the radio talking about they want uh, Taylor in to start the year. Yeah, I mean there were Taylor Heineke chants all along. Yeah, that was those people that didn't want Taylor at all. Four touchdowns and three hundred yards against the Jaguars. People were like, Man. "I still want Taylor Heineke. He could have done that." Man, there are people. There are people. But, believe it or not, that they won't tell Heineke to start next year. No, there are people. Like, Heineke you know, is out. We are. We are past Wentz. We are past Heineke. It is Howell time right now. Definitely. It's Howell season for the for the foreseeable future. Oh, it's Lamar Jackson season. And you but... know what? If you fail, <laughs> if you fail, at least you went all in. I hate I the mean, idea of failing with one foot in, one I, foot out. Now, uh, by the way, uh, what? I would. I know we've been pretty rough on Ron for some of his moves, but I tell you what, man. I I was listening to uh, to what's our, our homeboy uh, from Tennessee. What's okay, I can't. Mister Titan. No, 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 no. He's a Redskins fan. You know, we met him down there. We were supposed to be in Tennessee. Oh, 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 Jesus, uh, Manny. Manny, fuck, I'm I'm tripping. Yeah, Cuba. I, well, I, was, I was listening, to Manny, and they showed a graphic which showed the trade for Dotson. Uh, and that we, for, for you know, Chris Olave, we turned right. the Chris Olave trade into into some some gold. Right, we we killed it, and uh, so makes me think, man. If you have a rookie quarterback or a second year quarterback on a rookie deal, not even a cool rookie deal either. He's on one of those like couple hundred thousand a year deals. So he's a fifth round pick. You know, he's not he's not getting any money. 
if we could if we could use some of that money from not having to sign a franchise quarterback or a big name quarterback to rebring uh Payne back in and like you said get I think we need three offensive linemen personally. I the only guy I think we could savage really is Leno. And you know, I would rather him move to the right side at this point. Yeah, we got Jahan Dotson, Brian Robinson, Sam Howell, and Cole Turner off that. Right, for, for Chris Olave, basically. For Chris Olave. That rights right. to Chris Olave. That's a hell of a – That's a win. It's a that's haul. a super win, actually. It's a haul. I, yeah. and, and they were talking about getting maybe a a, a running back uh, Robinson kid or or the or the Gibbs kid, which are going to be phenomenal players in the NFL, if you had the first pick. But I'd still pick three offensive linemen. I'd try to find a way to trade and get as many offensive linemen as I can because those guys play like crap. All year too. What do you like? Yeah. And I, I would probably. I don't think you're gonna get Chase Rulier back. I think. I think he should be let go as well, man. Like I like Chase Rulier, and our offense was terrible without him. But that dude's never healthy at this right. point. And you're paying we him need, a lot. We do need a center. I would definitely look at that like second round. Paul looked pretty good, man. Um, Paul looked pretty good. Larson. Not Chris Dude. Paul. Paul, oh, you, that Paul was a guard. Oh, I thought he played some center. No, he played guard. Oh, Deuce says the backup in DC is always most popular. It always has been going back to to Sunny and, and Sunny and Billy. Sunny and Billy. It's 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 <laughs> we have we have to break the trend. Uh, Gus Buzz said earlier, Rec and Bex, we haven't had a true cornerback competition. Hey, 2011, I was at a game versus I think it was versus Miami where Rex was just stinking it up, and I was yelling. Billy. We want Beck. We want Beck. I was in section 214 screaming it. I am guilty. I'm that guy. And I apologize. Marcus said he would go after Jacoby Brissett. I would never. For what? Boy, to be a backup for Man. cheaper than Taylor. Yeah, Jimmy no, Lee, thank you for joining. He would be. Taylor's spot track right now is $19.8 million a year. Jacoby's is five. Yeah. Hey, guys, real quick. Let's, let's, let's take a look at the – NFL uh, quarterback free agents, if you want to see. So these are the quarterbacks who are going to be available on the market. Now, we're think about Ron's opinion of veteran starters and think about a grizzled backup that's not going to compete against Sam Howell for starting positions. So I'm gonna, you see these right here. I don't. I mean, I saw an article that had uh, Tom Brady's people talking to Bezos people. About if he bought the team, he would come here for one or two years and take a minority ownership when he retired. They, you know, the Dolphins oh, just did that and got fine draft picks for that, right? In the offseason. Well, I mean, Bezos, Bezos doesn't work for Washington yet. He can have as many discussions as he wants. I guess that's true. But, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, the Dolphins owner did it with Sean Payton and Brady. Yeah. The, the, the scam was to, hey, we're going to bring you to Miami. You're going to be our quarterback for one year. You're going to unretire. We're going to get your rights from Tampa. You're going to come here with Sean Payton. You're going to play for a year, then become a minority owner. You right. cannot negotiate that in the offseason with an active player. You can do it with a guy who's not an owner. Maybe saying, so. If I buy the team, this is what we're going to do. But look at the rest of these quarterbacks. you got Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith. That would be a dream come true. Not happening. Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Mike White, CJ Bethard. Geno Smith will be – how, much, how Go, much are you paying Geno Smith to use Seattle? 30. I'm paying him 30. Really? Yeah. 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, 10 pick. Like the dude has. I got. I give him one of those. I give him one of those three year deals at yep. like 25. I give, give him take. One of those wince deals. Yep. Lamar Jackson, Blaine Gabbert, Chase Daniel. These are the list of quarterbacks that are going to be available. Nick Lunds, Drew Lock. I think Blaine Gabbert will be a good one. Josh Johnson. I mean, if you're talking backups, Back this is what you're only, talking, looking at. Only if he can. Only if I get to hear him 
scramble one time, get knocked out of bounds, and then turn around and go, whoa there, motherfucker. That's one of my favorite hot mic bits in the history is Blaine Gabbert yelling that at some defender. Man, I remember Blaine yeah. Gabbert making us look silly college. Man, that dude. Yep. Gus Bus says Rivera has to win a playoff game in year four in order to secure year five. I think this is what you were saying, Dev. He has to get to the NFC Championship yeah. game to get extension beyond 2024. I think that's what you were trying to say earlier. You know, I mean, they're not going to fire Ron. Ron, for anybody out there who thinks it's going to happen, Ron's not. There's no way Ron's getting fired unless they sell that team next month. Like, there's it's impossible. Like they have to tell the team before the end of the before it's, the Super Bowl. It's impossible, man. Because what are they going to do? Ron going to fire him and then hire a new guy only to be fired by the new owner? It doesn't make sense. He would Ron would be on the hook for tens of millions of dollars for firing the staff. You know what I'm saying? And then what's he going to do? Hire a new staff for the new guy to hire, fire? So yeah. he probably just let him sit there until the new guy comes in. That's why I think Ron's safe. Scott Turner might not be safe, but I don't think everybody's talking about getting these new offensive coordinator. No one's going to take a lateral movement to OC, man. That's any good. No. What you're going to end up getting is an old guy. Mike Shula. I'm yeah, telling you'll you. get an old guy or you'll get or you'll get a guy that's fired. You don't want Kingsbury or from Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, it make, he was terrible on offense. That's why he got yeah. fired in Arizona because his offense was terrible. Remember what Corey said? Jay no. Gruden. Oh, Corey no, said no. the Sanchez said Jay. He's not. Gruden. He's worse than Jay because Jake offense was in the tops for a while. Jay had a good offense, man. Yeah. Speaking of Jay Titans, speaking of Titan, offense. our boy Mister Titan. If you're listen. We got friends Cincinnati from all, all the teams on here. Go check out Mr. Titan's channel. Sub up. He's doing great things for the community. Uh, not just talking about, you know, football. He does so much more. Uh, he says, congratulations on beating the Cowboys. Unfortunately, we couldn't beat the Jags, bro. An epic choke for my Titans. And I saw Black Monday already hit for the Titans. I, I saw that four coaches from the Titans have been – I think I saw that headline earlier. I was – I went out with my son and my buddy John – to watch and we watched that Jags Titans game and I'm just like what is going on with this team? Yeah. Man, if you think if you think if you think Sean McVay talking to Gus Bus 9000 said I I give Rivera and Mayhew another year, work for the fizzle out and then bring Sean McVay as team president in 24 after the sabbatical. Look, man, if you think that he can't take the pressure of losing in the Rams, you know what I'm saying? Like, just when he comes here where people actually care about football in Washington and, and, and start losing, there's no way. I think I think that if he I, – I, he never comes here, man. This will be the worst place for him to go. You're, you're muted, Steve. I, I think he's getting thrown some TV money, and it must yeah, be really yeah, good yeah. TV money. He's like, if I can work yeah, ten, young, ten times less, I can get five times more. Yeah, young, good-looking guy knows football like the back of his Just hand. Just got man. married. Yeah, that, living, living yeah. LA, LA. Excuse me. I like. See, Marcus Elon brought this up earlier today, and I, I think uh, if you want to look at guys that you might be able to pick up to be a replacement offensive coordinator, get a college guy. No, 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 no. Lovey Smith just got fired. He's a defensive guy. No, Pep Hamilton's <laughs> going to be on the market. I like Pep. Pep was a uh, head coach for DC Defenders in the XFL. Yeah, but he's old, right? No, he's he not is. old. He's middle aged. Yeah, I don't want that shit. Like, uh, give me a y'all want a twenty. I want a thirty somebody, year old. You man. want somebody that we could move up from offensive coordinator to head coach? No, no, I want, I want, I want a young uh, offense that's modern. You know what I'm saying? I like, 
I like a, you ain't gonna get that with these old ass retreads. Is running the same old shit that every old coordinator runs in the league, man. We ain't you got know old type players. We got young, athletic, gifted, offensively talented players, but we're playing old football, at, running the ball, gotta, running about forty eight times with dudes that ain't even supposed to be in the NFL in the last game of the year. It don't count. Like that's stupid. That's dumb as shit, man. Nah, it was a, a good game plan. I don't care if you're ninety years old. It's a good game plan. It's a good game plan if you got something to play for and you're in it. Play yeah, it's a hell the, of a game the, plan. the offensive mindset should be the strength of your players, but that's it. Age of your coordinator shouldn't matter. The strength of our players was Bonafine, Patterson, and fucking uh, Williams, bro. When you got when you got McLaurin, Dotson, Samuels, and 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 Sims and Thomason, and Deami, and all those guys out there, and, and that's me. <laughs> yeah, but how could how could have walked away with six picks? Like, is that what you so wanted? what? What would it matter? Would you have been worse off if you had six picks? Would it matter? We'd be talking about how Taylor Heineke is going to be our starting quarterback. Exactly. Nah, that's exactly what we're doing. I don't know, man. I don't think he would have played that bad, man. Like, if you think he played that I don't, bad, we, then why do you want him? You think? Hold on. Dev, you say that like we knew what the outcome was going to be before it was played. It's a business decision to start him. It had to be a business decision. We we went into this completely man, not like knowing was, what Sam like Howell was going to do. It sounded like someone else made the idea from upstairs because it sounded like he was going to start Taylor and then bring him in the second half. That sounded like the original Remember, idea. Remember, Taylor, like, it was reported that Taylor convinced Ron to start Sam Howell. And if I'm Taylor, that's Taylor, though. It was, it was other that's players probably and like, coaches. I'm peacing out. I'm not going to be here next year. I'm not going to get or, hurt. I'm or you know you're going to be here next year as a backup. So Taylor's what? like, you, I'm going to even die for pylons anymore. You think I'm going to play in a game that doesn't count? Taylor's He's like, also, uh-huh. also crying leaving the field. That's not a guy who's coming back to me. If I'm that, That's not someone who's going to come back. Wearing his Shane Falco jersey. No, you can be replaced there, Taylor. Love you Shane just Falco, were. by the way. You just were. Hey, Deuce says an ABA agreement can't be signed prior to official signing in March. There's an option if parties agree, but there's a chance Ron can be moved, but I doubt it happens. Yeah, the timing is just, just yeah, off. There's, there's no way that happens. Gus Bus says McFay's a natural guy to take over the Madden franchise. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. We're going to have McVay 25, McVay 26. <laughs> That's how old he is, right? The dude's only like 27. He's, I mean, I don't know. I'm just joking. He's, he's probably 40. He's his early 40s. McVay? I thought he was in no, his early like 37, 38, He was 35. Hold on, hold on. Oh. Alexa, how old is McVay for the Rams? Good thing it was first name. Timothy McVay. Timothy, Timothy McVay. Yeah, we don't need it. What's his name? Scott, what's his name? Sean. 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 My bad. That's my name, too. Alexa, what is Sean McVay's age? 38, 39. 36. 36. Damn. Oh, damn, really? He looks yeah, like he's man. 22. I thought Baby. he was like 40 because I thought he was 35 here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm says, I still don't know how the dead cap hits work. Can you explain that? So when people leave, if you go to like spot track and you can look at uh, people's contracts, so they have um, clauses. So you can do pre June 1st trade, post June 1st trade. And then the way their contracts are structured is they have a certain amount of dead cap, depending on when they move them, that the team is on the hook for that goes against the salary cap. So you can cut, let's say you could cut, chase young tomorrow and whatever percentage of his contract is considered dead cap money the team still that gets docked from their salary cap so they're still on the hook for that so they have to be smart when they cut players based on either pre-june first or post-june first um and while we're talking i'll see if i can pull up an example but that's that's basically that's a good example he has no money that's a that's not a good example oh yeah no dead cap you're right that's Uh, a horrible example that's an example of what we want 
Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll pull up Jonathan Allen here real quick just to show you what what his dead cap figure looks like because we just we just signed him to a deal and it's it's uh all right here we go. So here's the dead cap for Jonathan Allen. This is for you, Yam, just to show you uh, over the cap right here. You can see um, going into 2023, if we cut him pre-June 1st, if you're looking off to the right here, I'll zoom in real quick. Looking off to the right next year before June 1st, we are on the hook for $18 million dead cap money that goes against the cap. So why would you cut someone if you're going to have to eat $18 million? doesn't make sense. But you go down to 2025, you can cut them pre-June 1st, and you're only taking a $6 million cap hit of dead cap. So, you know, that's what you have to play with. You can look this up for any player. I just want to give you an example. Steve, you're going to have tutorials and shit now. (laughs) Now you can do post-June 6th, $6 million, $6 million, $6 million, and you can see the savings on the right. You can play with it all you want. You can trade. Even if you trade, trades have dead cap uh, implications too. What does implications mean? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to some. Let, actually, we got to get to a couple things here real quick for the show. We've been so divested in the comments here. Let's talk overreaction Monday, um, 38 minutes into the show. Uh, those in the chat, give us your overreaction Monday. It's the last game of the season. Doesn't have to be real. Doesn't matter. It's an overreaction uh, going into the offseason. Uh, Phil, let's start with you. What's your overreaction Monday? We got our QB1 to develop. It's going to be Sam Howell. Sam Howell is going to be our starter and the guy we work to develop for the entire offseason and into 2023. You ride with Sam Howell. That's my overreaction right now. Do it. Commit to it. Go all in. All in. Okay. Dev, I know you got an overreaction. Yours is probably completely opposite. You're muted. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, our overreaction is... I don't really I don't really have one. I, I agree with... I guess I agree with Phil there. The overreaction would be that we got our quarterback. I believe when I see it. Like, I'm hoping that he gives this guy or whoever it is, a young guy, the full reins to run the offense. But I feel like he's going to run it back. And, and even if even if Hal is the quarterback when he runs it back, that still means there's going to be some remnants of a Taylor or a Wentz type player behind him or in front of him. Like I feel like that's never going to stop with Ryan. Man, he's always going to have some moxie dude that's got grit and it's a good teammate, <laughs> you know, uh, on the team. I, I just, you know, I just want an athletic, fast, rocket arm quarterback. I don't give a shit. Like, what all the other stuff? We can work and find out how to fix the rest. But I think that uh, I think that's the overreaction. But, that's by the fair. way, by the way, Steve, you guys are right. If you resign, if Hal is the only quarterback on the team and you bring in some cheap guys to back him up or whatever, um, you know, the cap goes up like 40-something million next year, I, I think. And then you're going to have $28 million off of uh, Wentz. I mean, it, it, it would be – you could really get you a, a, a big time. Who's a free agent lineman out there? You can go sign Deron Payne. Yeah, definitely that. You'll be about an eighteen million dollar franchise tag. He won't even get that because he'll have it'll be like you could you could football money's weird. You what what kind of what kind of position, year. Dev? What position are you talking about? Uh, what who uh, linebacker? Linebacker? Yeah. Inside, outside. We need both. We need so. both. 
Well, we run mostly that nickel. So let's say we just need somebody who's both. Man, we run nickel because we ain't got no linebackers. By the way, Khalid Hudson should have been getting more snaps than, than Mayo and Bostic all year. That's ridiculous. Hudson, though, in previous ge- years, is just, just disappears. Man, but it doesn't matter. The other guys disappear, too. Wouldn't you rather a young guy who's learning disappear versus an old-ass guy that's been disappearing for eight years? Like, Bostic's been bad every year. Why yeah. do you need to? Why does he need to come on the team next year to show you that he's bad? You already know that. Let me say that that the other guy's bad for once. Let me see if this guy's not good, Hudson. Like, why are you why are you continuously playing dudes that are terrible over and over again? Like, why are you making uh, Thomas block on runs, dog? He can't do it, man. Yeah. Why are you draft all these Coles and Bates and Armani Rogers on the team? Why are those guys on the team if you're not going to play them on rundowns? Why you yeah. keep playing guys that can't block? Why are you going to drop Chase and Montez back in the coverage? Right, that yeah, bothers me. Right. Why do you Why do you take a running back that's only good running up the middle and take him out of the game and run a receiver up the middle? On yeah. Court? Like, why do you continuously run Heineke on quarterback sneaks, which Aaron, is terrible at it? Aaron Sher, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thomas Millen said, "Wow, just joined the live, but also saw Wentz gave his suite to Sam Howell's family to watch." Yeah, we yeah. said that earlier. That was that was pretty cool. And if you see the picture of the Commanders in the, in the conference room, when excuse me, in the locker room when. Sam Howell got the game ball. I mean, Carson and Taylor were just right there next to him, cheering him on. That's the one thing I say about all three of these quarterbacks. They they seem like they're all great teammates to each other and supportive, which is which is kind of cool. Um, so here, Dev, here's the the list of free Bush agent uh, linebackers who's going to be available: Levante David, Devin Bush, Roquan Smith, Melvin Ingram. Looking for some any other Smith big name: year. Tremaine Edmonds. Um. Who else? Kevin Pierre Lewis. Ah. I love Roquan Smith or Tremaine Evans. Kyle Van Noy. Leighton Van Der Esch, unrestricted free agent. Yeah, Dallas like did not rush. resign like him. Rusher, though. We don't really need those. We don't blitz yeah. linebackers. Um, Anthony Barr, David Mayo, John Bostick. Yeah, we'll bring those back. I guarantee, I guarantee those two guys are coming back next year. Yeah, the list just keeps on going. There's quite a few. I, none of these really are, are jumping out at me. As uh, oh, crazy. Re- he's restricted re- free agent, so the team should have right of first refusal uh, to make him an offer. So um, we're not going to keep going all the way down, but just to show you that, yeah, we definitely need to upgrade our, our linebacker core uh, for sure. Yam's overreaction is Howell is him. It, same here with me. Like that's my overreaction. That, that's the one thing to overreact about is, is Sam Howell, that he's the guy we found our QB one. That's the overreaction. He's the guy, the young, the crown starter going in 2023. I think that's a fair overreaction um, coming into 2023. Marcus says we should trade everything for another quarterback and just develop Sam Howell. That's kind of what Dev was saying a minute ago. If you just have Sam Howell on a rookie deal, fifth round pick who's making peanuts, yeah. you cut Carson Wentz. Yeah, I dropped another fifth round guy, man, to be his backup. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, that that that, 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 that that takes the training wheels off, man. You ain't got no fallback. You can't fall back on Heineke, man. Yeah, you know I, that's that's why I think Shanahan did it. I don't want to fall back on somebody. You know, True, if it don't work. It don't work. I go to the next guy. The fact that Scott isn't already gone makes me feel like he will be back. Go with that's a Herndon. Scary. Draft Herndon. Hendon Hooker. Jump back at sixteen. Draft Herndon and let him sit. You could, but then now you're you're impeding on Sam Howell. So you got to figure out is that what, you, what do you really want to do? Herndon's not playing this year. Yeah. Gus Bus's overreaction. Chase Young is back to his old self. His old self never met the expectations of a game-busting marauder. 
I don't, I don't, I don't agree with. Uh, I feel Dash, like man. his first year he did. I don't agree with him now. Like up things as a rookie. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. He does. Yeah. He's not putting up Nick Bosa's sack numbers. Of course, he's he never going to do that. Double teams in Nick Bosa. He's never going to pull up. He's never going to. No defensive end or no edge rusher is ever going to have those sack toes because we don't blitz, man. So he's always having to go through someone else to get. There's no freebies. There's no quick. There's no second guessing lineman. They know who's coming. They might stunt here and there and confuse somebody. But most of the time, they have to win a matchup to get a sack in Washington. And by the time they get there, the ball's out because you're only sitting four most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like if you blitz six or seven guys, every now and then somebody gets through fast. Every now and then somebody gets through faster than they should or even free. Like when you watch Parsons, it's always one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't block six dudes with five guys. Somebody's always going to get through. And 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 that's why everybody else's sack totals are going to be higher than ours every year. Doesn't mean we're worse or that Young is worse. Young is more like Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney is excellent. Outside uh, is excellent at uh, setting the edge and stopping the run. He's an excellent pass rusher. You know what I'm saying? But he's never going to come up with the stats because that's just not what he does, man. He's going to do everything right. I think Young is one of those kind of guys. He's excellent against the run. You know, one thing I did notice, though, in the last three games that I didn't notice the first year, I feel like his motor is gone. Have you noticed, like, when you watch somebody run away from him, he'll chase him and he just start walking or slightly jogging. I didn't see that kind of stop in effort the first year or first year and a half. I felt like he was always running through into the whistle. But here lately, when I see a dude running the other way on a, like a, like a, you know, a stretch to the opposite side, he'll run to his area and just kind of walk the area down. I, think I don't that, know if he's I, trying I, to be more disciplined. A, uh, I think that's a conditioning thing. I wondered if it's conditioning or he's second guessing that knee and, and just want to do enough. You he, know. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I can think of, I mean, I, I saw him. Flush, uh, he forced Dak into a sack by uh, Montez Sweat. Mm. Uh, and I also saw him flush Dak out of the pocket. Now, he ran an inside stunt and forced Dak to uh, to run. Now, the problem was is that a lane opened up behind him because there was no – whoever was running the other end of that stunt went too wide, and they were able to create a crease. But that the fact that Dak had to run was because Young had caused that. So that's at least two pressures right there that I could credit to Chase Young. And I don't even I'm not even talking about his sacks. I'm talking about like that there's times where the play is completely the other way. And you know, like you see Casey Tuhill, for an example. If the player's an opposite end, Casey Tuhill is still chasing them down, man. Like, you know, he's chasing them 15 yards up the field, even though he can't get to them. I almost never, I almost haven't seen Chase Young do that since his rookie year. I haven't seen him chase anybody down from behind the opposite side of the field. Like, he just – after he makes his initial charge, he stands and waits for somebody to come to him, and he just chills. And like you said, it could be conditioning. It could be him second-guessing that knee and not wanting to overexert yeah, himself. Yeah, could be. But uh, that's the that's the only thing I, I saw negatively from Young. But I like I liked what I saw from him. He's never going to be 14, 15 sacks on this yeah. team. Jack Del Rio True. does not produce those kinds of defensive ends. We had – well, no, not individually. But then again, right. we did have 43 sacks on the season. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get that, and you're going to have leaders in pass rush every year like as far as pressure, but they're not going to hit home because they're getting an extra second. The other teams are getting an extra second jump because they got because six they guys blitz. coming. Right. Like, you know, you're not going to get those numbers. It's Jack Del Rio's the problem. 
even though he's not a bad defense coordinator, I don't want to start that. He's not a problem, but he's the reason why you're not getting gaudy numbers at, at, at pass rush because he's not going to, he's not going to send more than four people. And he probably can't because linebackers are terrible. Yeah. Gus Bus said Roquan Smith would have been perfect. Yeah. Right. It would have been perfect, man. I, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I yeah. Mean, Thomas says, I know it sounds stupid, but how stupid would it be to spend three or four picks on an O-line instead of other picks? Yeah. We might need a linebacker. Man, Marcus says you can resign Cole Holcomb Chief. I don't trust, trust this team. We, I don't we trust also this team need another corner, lineman, bro. We need another corner. And I will say this, all right? Danny Johnson stepped up as of late. But I'd rather have him as the fourth corner, not the third. I want to um, get a, I get Kendall a, Fuller. If you go Fuller and St. Juice – Danny Johnson and someone else backing them up, I think you're solid. Um, because if one of them goes down, you can plug you know somebody else in. So you might see a draft pick, a, a high draft pick, go on a corner. Yeah. Um, Gus Bus said, "Did you see the the pick of Heineke next to Hal, but Wentz in the background with his face blocked?" I did, but then this is the one that's kind of been surfacing. It's a, it's like the timing is off just a hair. Uh, but yes, the the precursor to this pick, at least the camera angle that originally was taken, was uh, Tyler Harnicky had his arm on Sam Hell's Sam Hell's shoulder, and Carson Wentz. You could see him clap, but you couldn't see his face. It was kind of funny. Uh, but this one's starting to, to surface more than the other ones. But yes, I, I I do know what you're talking about. It was it was really it was kind of funny. It's like ah, oh, that just kind of kind of sums it up with the season there. Um, Chris's uh, overreaction says Scott did okay in the last game. Why fire him? I still want him out of here. Because nine players on the offense went to the Washington Post at once and said, we don't like his play calling. Yeah. It's about a nine, nine out of ten chance he's gone. They said, they yeah. said there was like ten players that said that too, man. It was nine anonymous that. players and Logan Thomas. Yeah. Logan Thomas has – like, How many players play offense, by the way? <laughs> Just heard about no football. We'll put it this way. 11. Right? So, on offense. Like, yeah, there's nine people. Backups. You're looking at about, what, 25 or so? Nine so, people out of 11. St- <laughs> no. <laughs> 10 players out of 25 were like, we this this guy's got to go. ain't working. Bro. Yeah. Aaron says, Young still needs to do more. Payne Allen, Young should be eating. He's not that guy. But he's still okay. That knee was holding him back. I think next year will be a good telltale sign. We remember we, he was supposed uh, to come back like six weeks ago. Remember, remember he's on a never, he's contract. Never gonna, this he's is never going to do that. If 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 Young gets fifteen to eighteen sacks, he'll be defensive player of the year, man. Oh yeah, like because because sure. he's going to do everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to do everything else, and he's going to even get all the pressures of a guy getting fifteen to twenty sacks a year too. But he's just not going to get home because of the. Defense is not set right. says, says Young is a diva. You can't be bringing me just the intangibles, but want the attention of a sack king. I, I guess that remains to be seen. Diva or just he acts like a star because he's been a star. That's, yeah. I would love Joey Porter Jr. at 16, man. I would love that pick. I think that's maybe too high for a linebacker considering we need linemen. <laughs> but but yeah, I would love Joey Porter or or a crazy offensive player uh like if if I, I know that we're stacked at receiver but if marvin harrison jr is there at 16 do you not take him do we need that no we don't that? need it we absolutely <laughs> don't but you trade out of it then no i would take it four, four first round picks on the way. again in the limited amount of time he's been there by the way definitely his run defense is higher than his pass rush score 
But that yeah. was like that last year. So, yeah. I, yes, he's not put up the gaudy sack numbers. And that that, then that's primarily what you're looking for from your number two pick. But yeah. you can't discount the fact that he's one of the things that we probably could use some help on is defending against the run. And you saw Chase do that very well against the Cowboys. That's why the Cowboys' run game got completely stuffed. Yeah. I, I mean, understand it wasn't that. just Chase, but he was a part of it. I mean, we what understand was, the argument about running averages this game. Say it again. What was, what was our running numbers this game for the Cowboys? Yeah, they twenty-seven carries for sixty-four yards, two point four average. So we have forty-something carries. That's pretty good. Now, that was what the Cowboys had Us. for Us for the Commanders: forty-one carries, one hundred fifty-one yards, averaging three point seven yards a clip. Right. It wasn't that great. It was good. I mean, what brought that down was Reggie Bonifin, Armani Rogers, and Curtis Samuel. They all that was five runs. Bonifin was Bonifin ran three times at the end of the (laughs) clock. Louisville. You know, he was like the starting quarterback when Lamar Jackson took his job. Really? Yeah, Bonifin, yeah. Listen to this. I mean, this 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 is right here. This was uh Dallas's stat line individually. Pollard, seven carries, nineteen yards. Davis, five carries, 19 yards. Dak Prescott, six carries, 20, uh, 16 yards. Zeke, eight carries, 10 yards. Yeah. Man, they got behind Nothing. by a lot, man. It's hard to Their run leading rusher had 19 yards. Yeah. Marcus says, I believe Chase Young would get more sacks if Greg Williams was the D.C. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I mean, Andre Carter ate while he was here. This comment's funny, though, and I completely agree with Gus's comment. Hal's beard looks a little too manicured like George Michael-esque. After the game, I mean, it was perfectly shaped. It was was actually nice. And then Chris McDaniel chimes in with, Hal just wants you to have faith. (laughs) That's pretty good. George Michael's. He will be your father like figure. I, wham. Yeah. Now he's got Fromm looking like, if you watch Fromm, you can see him in the background. It's just like, they look like they could be brothers. They got that same crazy square jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron he says drop the ball, draft, he throws the ball effortlessly. I don't like know who that is. Brock Bowers. Yeah. Gus Bus says Bowers too small. Much likely, much like Isaiah likely, but Bowers will be over. Oh, the tight end. I don't want, as somebody else I, I think said they want to draft a tight end number one. That's no way, man. Yeah, like I, I think we. I understand you go with the best player available, man, but there's no way you could justify with this whack ass offensive line picking a tight end that catches balls. Right, like, if you're gonna catch a dude that catches passes, pick a receiver. Yep, I'm with moving. you. Get rid of Samuels. He's probably gonna be way less expensive than Samuels. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, real quick, we before we go to good, bad, ugly, great, uh, we. I like Samuels. Oh. I do oh. want to show show what we picked for scores. So Corey had no I mean, we had one person pick Dallas to win, and that was Chris McDaniel with a 19 to 17 to win. win. Excuse me, pick Washington to win. Everyone else you can see on the screen, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine predictions of a Dallas victory, including all three of us on this show and almost everyone in the chat. So Chris McDaniels, props to you for picking the the lone uh to win. Even even Vegas was surprised, but you know, I figured I'd just show that. Uh Props to Chris McDaniels for picking that. No, no one else was even remotely close. I want, fan, I want money on FanDuel for Washington winning, by the way. Did you? Very yeah. cool. Well, let's go into good, bad, ugly, great. Um, and, great. Phil, let's start with you. The good 
with Sam Howell. Period. Uh, the bad... The fact that we didn't get to see... I'm not like some people, it's like, oh, we should have seen Howell throw 40 times. The bad was is that... Uh, okay, no. The bad was his stats could have been even better if McLaurin doesn't drop that uh, crosser over the middle. And I could tell McLaurin didn't... McLaurin, that ball hit his hands. He was like, oh, shit. I haven't had a ball thrown this hard at me in a long time. And then also, uh, Jahan could have pulled in a deep ball that was right in his hands, too. Uh, so the bad was the two drops. The ugly was Joey Sly. Um, just Joey Sly cost us seven points, seven points, people. Yep. Joey Sly, we could have won this game 33 to six handily, which would have been the biggest blowout. No, the second biggest blowout in the history of, uh, our rivalry with Dallas, I believe. Sure could have um, used it. In a, in a game they actually needed up until some point in the game. Yep. Funny yeah, comment. Just... Y- Yem says, How's like that 15, 16-year-old kid that can grow facial hair, hair early, so he does try to pass for older or get a fake idea to buy cigarettes or wrapping papers. Yep, we all knew him. He does have a bit of that Gen Z broccoli hair thing going on. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. It looks like he it looks like he it looks like he microblades his beard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dev has uh, sang the song so... many times on this pod. Sam Howell will never dance again. I think you've sung that song many times on this pod. <laughs> Sam Howell's never said, gonna me dance up, again. And then I'll throw through. Yeah, Aaron said he bet hundred dollars on Dallas, seven and a half. I knew I'd lose. All right, my good. I'm oh, with you, my great. Oh, go ahead. My great was uh, out that that deep ball to Terry McLaurin. Oh man, we saw we saw something similar earlier this year uh, a couple times. Wentz to McLaurin, but Howell got even further out there to watch Terry have to full sprint to catch that ball. No hesitation, no nothing. It was just all out bomb. I I need this in my life, guys, and I haven't had that with Taylor Heineke. I, don't tell me what you would say about him throwing other deep balls. Receivers yeah, had to stop. You need them deep balls in your life. I ain't know what to say, man. I was gonna let that ride. I need, I need that. I need these deep throws in my life next year. We gotta go with Sam Howell. Period. And Aaron's right. That deep ball to, to Dotson was right in his hands and it was such a low i mean it was it was right there right yeah. there right there and he, he couldn't he couldn't uh get a hold of it mm. yep terry had to speed up to catch that ball he had to get a click into overdriving and, and get that ball he he liked it um okay i will i will say real quick uh i will say mine aaron says good overall team bad special teams play ugly turner calling plays yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with that. Uh, for me, I'm gonna say good Sam Howell, just like you said, Phil. I was very, I was, he exceeded my expectations of what I was gonna, you know. That I'll put it that way. The bad, it's really hard to pick something really bad, um, but I'd say the J Jack Del Rio dropping our two bookends in the coverage. Uh, I know it was just once. It might have been a couple more times. Ugly Joey Sly. Still want him as my kicker. He had a bad day. Uh, great. I'd say the the wide receivers just made me really happy yesterday. Uh, and mostly mostly Jahan. We already know what Terry can do. But 
Jahan's separation off the line is something you have to watch. Mm-hmm. His first step, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb, a Steve limb, and say it's better than Terry's. Maybe maybe remains to be seen, but his first step off the line. There's some film out there on the all twenty two. I it's mean, up there. it's beautiful, and I can't tell you the last time we had separation from any receiver on this team. I don't care how you can go back as far as you want. We ain't never had separation like we have with Terry and Jahan. Years back to the posse, probably. It's been it's been really long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gus says, uh, "How was Dallas's father figure yesterday?" A lot of people saying he's Uncle Sam. He's collecting taxes, so we see a lot of names showing up for 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 Sam Howell. Uh, before we get to Dev, let's go to Yam. Yam says, "Great was Jahan Doxon. He is him." Good how shows there might be something to work with, so we can let both Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz go. Bad, not enough passing to truly test how. So Dev, Yam agrees with you. So does Gus Bus about. I mean, if Dallas had put up more of a game, we might have had to throw the ball more. True, I ugly. Mean, we this team failing to show up much. and show out the three previous game. Yeah, where was this energy at? Where was this energy at? So Marcus is good about ugly graces. Sam Howe was good. Bad was Scott Turner. Open up the game plan. Ugly was Joey Sly. Great. Our young players show we have talent. Hudson, Paul, safety, Butler, and Force is something to build on. That's true. That's true. Uh, Dev, we go to you. Uh, are we giving out any awards today? Before yeah, you, before... I, I, was trying, I was trying to find it. I'll just That's okay. It. Just give it. your good, bad, ugly, and let me know when you're ready for the, for the awards. All right. Uh, good. I want to give it to uh, obviously it's a uh, Sam Howe. Okay. Uh, bad. Talk your, talk your shit. Yeah, bad. Man, I'm gonna give it to Sly. Joey Sly's the bad. Uh, ugly Scott Turner, who also gets my Glock Dookie Award, which I have not fixed the graphic yet. But Scott Turner gets the Glock Dookie Award, man. For, Ladies and gentlemen, you know, listen, listen. The the, the Glock Dookie the, Award. The Lions were in a basically the same situation we were, man. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have anything to play for. They still went out there on fourth and two, was going for it. They wanted to drive the shit down Green Bay, their rival's neck, man. Take this ass whooping. That's what the Lions did to Green Bay. That's what we should have did to the to, to Dallas Cowboys. I mean, we did. The end result was the same. But we should have just, like those times we punted up on fourth and one, for what? For what? For what? Go for it. Stomp them out. Don't even give them a shot, man. That's what we should have did. We should have threw the ball like 40 times on the dudes, man. So let's make it official. New intro music and all. The Glock Dookie Award. I had to change the music because we were getting I'm copyright gonna, strikes. So there's your copyright-free introduction to the Glock Dookie Award. Dev, officially the Glock Dookie Award that. goes to... Copyright this, YouTube. The Glock Geeky Award goes to Scott Turner. Scott Turner. Ladies and gentlemen, there's your Glock Geeky Award for the week 18. 18. Week 18? So weird to say week 18. Week 18. It just doesn't it doesn't feel right. I feel like um it's it's funny. I remember when we I remember the one year they did a they did they did the two bye weeks back in like 93 or 94. They had two bye weeks and 18 weeks. It was the weirdest thing. I remember because somehow we ended up playing Tampa Bay twice. Yeah. And they weren't even in our division. 
I, this is back. This is this is back in like, yeah. This is this is like Norv Turner's first year. So it's like '94. It was the weirdest thing ever. It yeah. really was. Aaron says Sam needs to start. Man, he gets protection next year. Watch out. He busy. He gonna do something. I would say. Vizio, he's gonna be a TV. <laughs> the best, be a the TV? best thing for a bad offensive line is a is a mobile quarterback. I mean, so if he's our guy, I would prefer a mobile quarterback personally than a, than a statue. Yeah, fast, cannon arm, six foot one. Aaron also says, "Yep, Doxon is the best wide receiver on the team. His routes are flawless, has speed, but Terry is that guy, a true dog." Chris says, "Somebody needs to put Sam's face on the good Sam logo with Photoshop or something." Good Sam logo. Okay, I'll I'll do that tomorrow. Augusta says that's Major Tutty's theme. <laughs> Major Tutty, Major Tutty's theme. Okay, Chris says leave Major Tutty alone. I like that guy. He's fun for the kids, and I want to. Major picture... Tutty got a got a got a shirt made on the cricket of him. All right, real quick, let's give out some game balls here, and then we'll we'll wrap this thing up. So, Dev, let's go with you. Everyone in the chat, give us your game balls for the game. One offense, one defense. Go. Go ahead, Dev. Uh, offense. How defense pain. You said pain? Pain. So how and pain. Okay, that's fair. What about you, Phil? Well, since we took how out, uh let's say Jarrett Patterson on offense. It's a good one. That's a good pick. Um, that's solid. He, yeah, he had uh he he showed that you know he, he's got something to contribute. To this team and on defense, you said pain. I'm going to say da, 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 da. I'm, I'm, I'm deb- buying time while I debate. Um, let's go. Oh hell! If you said pain, then I'm going to go with uh, Kendall Fuller. Boom! Pick six, baby. Hey, that was the weirdest thing. I've never seen that before. Never, ever. Drop a pick six, then you get a pick six the very next play. How On the same is that? pattern. How it was like that. Carbon copy. I was like, huh? Insanity. Insanity. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because when he dropped the first one, I'm like, ah, oh, no, man, you can't do that. And then when I see, I see the route, like, at the top corner of the screen, I can see a receiver. I see Dak looking this way. I'm like, he's going to throw it again. And then I saw the pick six. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Yeah. So yeah, that's two pick sixes. Insane. That's awesome. This season by yeah. Kendall Fuller. Basically jumping routes, the same thing, jumping the out routes. So Basically. we haven't had that in a while. We haven't seen our guys get those easy pick sixes like that off of jumping the out routes. Um, yeah. So shout out to Kendall Fuller, man. You made, made my day very happy very early. Nice. My offense, since you said Howell and you said uh, Jared, Jared Patterson, I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson just because I feel he had like such a, such a good game on offense. So mine goes to Jahan Dotson. On, on defense, I'm going to give mine to the defensive back room. These guys, I, I think they deserve more credit than the defensive linemen. They had Dak flustered all game. All game, seven True. pass deflections. So you can't right. just say they were all because he was under pressure. Seven pass deflections. You see how many times they were able to cut and make a break on a pass and get an arm over without a penalty, not pass interference. And so they did it and they did it well. I was really impressed with the defensive linebacker, excuse me, the defensive backs 
I'm going to throw these numbers at you here. All the past deflections were defensive backs, too. All I didn't. Them. I didn't know that. That's wow, awesome. I didn't Bobby McCain had one. Kendall Fuller had two. Danny Johnson had two. Derek Forrest had one. And Percy Butler had one. Percy Butler, by the way. Very we might be able to get rid of Bobby McCain. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby, I'm not I, I used to I used to hate on Bobby Man last year, early last year, the end of the year last year. I started being a Bobby fan because I feel like he always at least progresses. Like he gets better. He, he doesn't tackle much. That's my problem. Percy Butler. Job. I'd rather him Percy do it. Butler, though, he he does he plays all over the field. He is just everywhere. I mean, he had four tackles yesterday. McCain had one. I don't know how I feel about McCain playing corner. Well, here's Bobby McCain's contract. He signed a two-year deal in the offseason for $10 million. Next year, he's owed – he has a cap at of $5.1 million. Dead cap of $2.8 million. So here's the details for Yam. Zoom in here. If we we release him pre-6 June 1st, Dead cap, 2.8. Dead cap savings, 2.3. So you can see the different figures right there. So I wouldn't yeah. say release them, but I would definitely have – I would if you have some competitions at camp, Percy and, and McCain got to have some competition. I don't know if I right. cut him for, for $2 million, though. It's, yeah, it's not that much. It'd be a good depth because, you know, a, a linebacker – excuse me, a cornerback's going to get hurt. It always happens. Safety. Right. Safety, 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 safety. Yeah, one, safety. He can sorry. play both. He yeah. can play both. Yeah. Um, Marcus says, offense, Sam Howell, game ball, defense, Kaliki Hudson. He showed he could have more snaps this year. Aaron says, all year. Danny Johnson offense, Paul special teams, Milne. Amani Rogers got more snaps this year too, by the way. Yeah. Milne had two good returns in one game. Hell froze over. Then he fumbled. <laughs> he got it. Got it he back. He had to. Got it back. I mean, he got his token his token uh, returns. He got a 16-yard Punt return. So yeah, another one that was over 10 yards too. Did he? His long was 16. Seven fifty seven returns for 55 yards, but that ain't shit for a black dude. <laughs> 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 I was fucking with y'all. I like I like Dax Mill, man. Yeah. Man. Ah. Hey, been a little long this time, but it's the end of the season. Thank you so much for joining us as we as we close out this regular season of 2020. Two, this has been a great year for us. Um, great year for the Command This Podcast and everyone who watches this show. We really appreciate you. Not going to stop with the content. We're going to continue bringing it. We'll probably talk some more playoffs. And then once the football season ends, it's game on. We're going to talk about everything. All-season podcast becomes, as you see in the bottom right, more than a sports podcast. So mm-hmm. strap up. We got uh, we got some things cooking. We got some things cooking for sure. You know, we uh, we're back here we're trying to make a couple moves. Yep, money we'll moves, see. money moves, money moves. Thank you. And, and thank you for for sticking with us. Um, as always, you can you can check out the replay of this or, or on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Odyssey, anywhere you get your favorite audio podcast so please the audio podcast is definitely slept on and underwritten so if you ever miss miss the live you can always catch it on the replay we also do appreciate the youtube love as well so get your audio fix get your get your visual fix we we appreciate you everyone who joins in as well so 
closing comments marcus i see you guys later thank you family thank you marcus and thank you for all you do uh aaron keep tagging me in the off season when you go live for sure and like i said one of our favorite things to do is to do our barber shops which we'll do usually on a friday or saturday uh we'll get some adult beverages and get our favorite uh herbal supplements and we'll we'll get after it you know what i mean like that that's what we do we'll, we'll just have some fun talk about you know whatever anything goes uh but thank you for tuning in i'll give my shout outs aaron marcus chris gus bus ref the district yam ryan El- ryan elias from facebook thank you for tuning in my mom linda thank you for joining my dukes, uh, my dukes. chris mcdaniel uh who else popped in here we had a bunch of other people pop into deuce from red zone in the lab thank you very much uh jimmy lee patterson popped in for a hot second thanks for joining brother we appreciate you and uh yeah phil you got any shout outs uh ref the district um terrence can't forget terrence big friend of the show eagles fan all y'all out um shout out to my gym that i'm repping tonight steel mill gym it's where i go when i'm trying to get my bench press up you know in case i want to become the first uh ever 40 year old rookie uh lineman in the nfl i got brock lesnar syndrome uh my cat my my i got good calves my ankles are too tiny to play pro line man i don't have those tree trunk legs you know, so I can't do that. I'm all, I'm all up body, all up body bulk. Felt like but uh, you know, a man could dream. A man could dream. I've done some footwork drills. I'm not, too, <laughs> I'm not too bad. Got that Mister Incredible build. Something like that. Dev, what you got, man? Uh, shout out to Manny. Um, Manny Chakuba. That's right. Today, man, um, he has a new podcast. It's pretty cool. I can't think of the name of it. I feel like a bad uh, friend here, <laughs> but. Um, Talking, talking commanders with talking Manny. Commanders with Manny. That's it. Oh, I thought it was. We can't. I can't come out and join y'all in Nashville with Manny. Right. 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 I'm going to Nashville this Friday, by the way, to go to Buds and More, a restaurant where they infuse food with marijuana. Can't wait to go yeah. there with uh, my girl and my cousin and her man. Oh, uh, shout out to them, Latoya. Shout out to you. Happy birthday. Um, but. That's all my shout outs, I guess, man. And then next oh, season, by the way, uh, no- by the way, shout out, shout out to Kelly. If I'm Mr. Incredible, she's definitely Mrs. Incredible. Um, you mean Elastigirl? Elastigirl. Yeah. Booty <laughs> looks good and tight. I just want to be Samuel yeah, Jackson. That's, 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 Mr. That's, Freeze. Yeah. I am thirsty and I need a drink. Chris McDaniel, thank you. Thank you guys for providing outstanding content and an outlet to communicate with fellow Washington fans. And Chris, thank you, man, for, for joining. There's a solid core of people who tune into this show, man. And it, it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Never thought it would never thought it would get to the point where we are. So, you know, we're fans just like you. We just put it on the internet. So thank you much. Michael Harris, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you, brother. All right. We will be back Thursday. Probably to talk some playoff football. And who knows what else? Probably we'll see who which Washington coaches succumb to Black Monday. It's still two hours left. We'll see what happens. Maybe Scott Turner is not an offensive coordinator by Thursday. Yeah. Tune in to find out. We love you guys. As always, peace. And hail. We out you. Oh,